Do you have trouble staying consistent in your health? Do you find yourself too busy and that you just don't have enough time? Have you been putting yourself on the back burner for years? Well, today I have my friend Natalie coming on the podcast with me and we're talking all about just being busy and where that comes from and why we're putting ourselves on the back burner and how to come back to a place of self-love and self-worth. So lace up those shoes and tune in today. Hey friends, I'm so excited to announce my Healthy Life Scholarship Program, where you can get one-to-one personal training and or health coaching with me for three months. You're going to have till January 12th to apply for this program. So if you've been wanting to make changes and you know that having the support of a coach would help you, then I encourage you to apply. We're going to create a custom program just for you based on your goals, your struggles, and where you want to focus for the next three months. There's a link for the application in the description. So if you're ready to make 2024 the healthiest year yet, then I encourage you to apply. I'm so excited to be able to share this program with others and help more people. Hi friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four, a military wife. I have my doctorate in physical therapy and I'm an online personal trainer, health coach, and yoga teacher. Do you wish that you had more energy and could get into shape? Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight? Maybe you've tried a diet before, but it just wasn't sustainable, and now you don't know how to get started. We're gonna look at health holistically here, and most importantly, keep things simple and quick. If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably without long workouts or following strict diets, then you're in the right place. In this podcast, I bring together my expertise with real life strategies. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. All right. I'm so excited to have Natalie on the show today. So Natalie, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah. So my name is Natalie Newhart and I am a self mastery coach. And essentially I help people master themselves. I help them master their mind, their body, their energy so that they can feel their absolute best because there's a lot of hidden things that are actually underneath the surface that's keeping them from creating the body they want, you know, the feeling they want, the health they want, the vitality, the life, et cetera. Yeah. I think there's always so much more, especially when it comes to health or life, there's so much more under it than just drinking water or eating protein that we really need to focus on to create sustainable change. So I know I've heard your story a little bit. So tell us a little bit about your story, and especially the facts that stress had on your body. It started when I was, I don't know, probably like 20, 22. I was just caught up in the whole, the dieting industry of working really hard in the gym and tracking macros, counting calories. I did all that stuff for, for years. And there got to a point where my body literally just started to break down. Uh, it like very, very fast. So, and it was during a point where I was actually working out the hardest, the most in the gym and eating very clean, you know, like eating way less than I was actually quote unquote, probably burning, you know, from what my mom, what my watch said. And, and I was actually starting to gain weight very, very quickly. So within two months, I actually gained 20 pounds. I was diagnosed with hypothyroid, adrenal fatigue, stress-induced menopause, at the age of like 28 pre yeah pre diabetes i knew there was something wrong when like 
there was this bathing suit that I had bought in like two months prior, bought this bra- bathing suit in January. And in March, I went to go do like a little cold plunge in the river. And I couldn't even fit one leg into this brand new bathing suit that fit in March. So that's when I knew there was a problem because I wasn't like stepping on the scale or anything like that. And it ended up leaving me in the hospital and having to do a lot of work to, to recover my health. And it was all due to, you know, stress, too much stress. Cause I mean, I wasn't even eating that much, you know, and I had no idea that you could actually gain weight from stress. Right. I knew like you could, you know, food. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's one thing. And I had heard like stress, like, you know, stress, this stress, that I got to watch out for stress, but I didn't realize number one, that I would actually gain weight from too much stress and that it would happen to me. Right. Because I kind of saw myself as like hardcore kind of like tough, you know, like tough mindset you know, like, oh, that's, that's never going to happen to me. Well, it sure did. Yeah. So that's, that's basically my story. Yeah. And I think that's so profound because many people don't know the impact that stress is having, not on just our health, but our weight loss. And it affects our weight loss because it is messing with those hormones. And it's like this delicate balance with our hormones. So you mentioned adrenal fatigue, hypothyroidism, and like losing your period. So those all come from how our hormones are working or not working well. And I was just speaking to a client this past week. She was telling me in the past, she was on the super strict diet and her weight wasn't budging. And she was so stressed and so meticulous about everything. And she's like, I just started eating fruit and I wasn't doing that at the time. And then I lost like a couple pounds in like a day because her stress level wasn't there anymore. She was letting go of that expectation. So I think this is so important when someone's on a health journey because it goes beyond food. It goes beyond our exercise and really looking at that relationship that we're having and the stress because life can be hard and there can be multiple triggers in our life. And we can also be adding to that stress through physical exercise or how we're eating. Or how we're thinking. Yes, our thinking is so important. And so tell me a little bit about, because I know you work with women too, and I see this all the time, is women are putting themselves on the back burner. And they think there's going to be a magic time to wait. Maybe when they retire, when their kids get in school, when life slows down, that they're going to start taking care of themselves. And it usually doesn't quite pan out like they're thinking. So tell me what you've seen. Yeah, this is where I really coach, is on this level, right? Is It's the self-care aspect. It's not... I don't even talk about food necessarily. I mean, I do, but I hardly talk about food to my clients and, and workouts. It's it's the the mindset, right? The mentality, like why the lack of self-love essentially is the thing that really holds people up from from creating, especially women as we age, because we, you know, just forcing ignoring our feelings and just forcing ourselves to work out and follow some rigid diet plan that that just creates more stress. So like literally the diet plans and the workout plans, any sort of rigid health routines are just creating more stress Uh, because you're not listening to your feelings. You're not taking care of yourself. So we have to really go down to the root issue of why don't you feel deserving of love? Why won't you take care of yourself? You know, what are your beliefs around that? And there's going to be many, many, many things that come up for people. A lot of women, they end up seeking this love through doing things, right? Through doing things for other people, whether that be cleaning the house, going grocery shopping, running the kids around, doing things for friends, right? They fill themselves up with this this external love because it makes them feel good, like they're important, that they're needed. And then, but the thing is, is that they're draining all their energy and it's all going out outward 
that there's no like there's no ever time for themselves and so at the end of the night they're just drained and you know at that point it's like like they just they need somebody to take care of them this is why the weight gets hung up and this is also why people end up eating so much too because they're just they're stressed they're burnout they're tired and they're overspending their energy you know outward and they need to re restore that energy through some way and if they aren't taking the time to rest because they think it's they feel guilty for it or they feel lazy or something like that like there's some type of belief there then they'll seek it through food so we really have to figure out like what is standing in the way of you taking care of yourself of you really honoring yourself and this this goes in in a lot of different aspects but like you know why why won't you slow down? Why do you cram so many things into your day? Why won't you listen to your hunger? Like, why do you try to like not eat all day long? Why do you follow a diet plan? That's not taking care of yourself. That's you ignoring yourself completely. And as a result, you get really, you create a lot of resistance. You create a lot of tension in the body because it's, you're fighting against it. Yeah. I, you hit on some really good things there. And I think one is we all have these beliefs and a lot of times we're not aware of them. They're subconscious. So that means we're not consciously thinking about them, but they're driving our actions and what we're doing. And a lot of people, they want to just grab that diet plan, that workout. But if you don't take the time to uncover some of these beliefs that are driving your actions, you fall right back into that pattern. Yeah. So it's not like a simple, quick fix. It takes a little time to do that. And the 100%. other thing that you sort of mentioned is I think so many women, we cram so much into our day. And so if people can just stop and maybe write down what you need to do and how long that takes, does that fit into a reasonable amount of day? And do you have time to go for a walk or journal or do some of these other things that you need to take care of yourself? Because a lot of times we're not looking at the totality of what we're doing and what our expectations are. Because especially for women, and if you have kids, maybe you're working, you're taking care of the kids, you're managing their sports, you're managing your house, you're managing all these different things, and there's so much, and we can't do it all. So how can we outsource some of that? How can we ask for help? How can we get some things off of our plate so we actually have a reasonable amount of stuff to do where we can still take care of ourselves? Yeah, I would ask is instead of how can I manage it better? Or how can like, can somebody take this? It's like, why, like, why am I doing it in the first place? Like, that is the biggest question to be asking yourself, asking yourself, why am I doing this? Why am I cooking, cooking dinner every single night when I don't want to? Because that you'll notice when you really start to answer those questions, like, why am I always cleaning the house? Why am I always grocery shopping? Why am I, you know, running the kids around? A lot of times they'll come up with the answer. Oh, I have to, nobody else is going to do it. Right but that's not necessarily true if you really authentically sit down and ask yourself it's because you feel like worthy you know it makes you feel important it makes you feel loved to be that person that does everything going down to the root of the issue and asking yourself like and, and really claiming your your self-worth back your value back you're taking your love, love back and learning how to, yes, like you said, like set boundaries of saying, you know, set no or say no when you don't want to cook dinner, like say no when you don't want to clean the house, like you don't have to, but we create all these rules and beliefs that we do have to, right? And usually there's some type of like, there's a feeling of feeling accepted or seen as 
productive or uh, just being liked, like all these things that are driving that kind of behavior. So I would encourage the audience to ask yourself, like, why am I doing these things? Like, why do I put these things in my day? And then because, and then, because that's, the, that's the reason why you haven't asked for help yet. And the thing when, if you do ask for help, like usually there's going to be a fear of asking for help because maybe you're afraid that somebody will judge you as like lazy or, you know, not like you or not accept you, not love you as much. There's going to be, or you're going to feel like not as needed, not as important, you know? So it's like, why are we there in the first place? Because yeah, these, this is the root of the problem of trying to do so many things in your day instead of taking care of yourself. This is why diets don't work because it doesn't, it doesn't change that pattern. We have to kill the pattern. Yeah, absolutely. And it goes back to this idea I've heard someone else talk about is we're so used to working for our worth doing things, whether that's in our job at home, marriage relationships, but that's not where our worth comes from. And it goes back to really finding that identity. And I know you already brought it up is you were talking about self-love. So tell us a little more, what is self-love and why do we need it? Yeah, this is really a good question because a lot of people think that self-love is just journaling, getting a massage, you know, taking a nap, like doing all these like self-love that's part of it. But uh, a lot of times it is going to take place like when you relate to people, right? Like when you're out in the world and when you say no to, to things like that you don't want to do. But self-love, what it really comes down to is three things, right? It's, it's slowing down enough for you to feel, like listen to your feelings, listen to how you feel, be like connect to your body, get out of your head, feel like, do I feel tired? Do I feel energized? Do I feel sad? Do I feel angry? Like, do I feel hungry? You know, do I feel thirsty? What am I hungry for? Like listening to your feelings. So number one is slowing down. You have to slow down in order to get out of the head, right? Otherwise the mind's just always monkey, monkey mind, like busy all the time. And then you can't feel. This is why, this is why people just end up following diet plans because they don't even, they're so disconnected from themselves. So slow down, listen to how you feel. And the number three is learning how to say yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no. Learning how to say, no, I don't, I don't want to cook dinner. I don't want to, you know, what I need right now is I need to take a nap or I need to just sit and do nothing or I need to go for a walk. I need fresh air because as soon as you, you know what you want, but expressing it, there's a lot of fear that usually comes up for women. Like, how are they going to respond? Like, how is the husband's going to respond or the partner or like my friend or whatever, my boss. I have a client right now who's just like, she just overworks herself, right? She, and it's like, well, we need, to, we need to express the way that you're feeling and ask for a little bit more space, a little bit more time to get some of these projects done. And it's like, well, then there's a fear that comes up of like, well, what are they going to think of me? And, you know, are they going to see me as like, not as, a, you know, hardworking or, you know, all these beliefs around again, coming back down to your self-worth, right? Or acceptance or safety even. So yeah, those are the three things that, that really make up self-love, but it takes a lot of time to really develop that because most of us have been completely disconnected from how to take care of ourselves, how to love ourselves. We've been just so brought up and just following the status quo of go, 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 you know, work harder, achieve more, make more money, look prettier, all this stuff. And that's what's killing people. It's what's making them sick and not able to lose weight. Yeah. And I know it ties in for you. It just comes back to the idea of our self worth, because when we're not 
doing those things to take care of ourselves and showing our self-love. We're not valuing ourselves. We're telling ourselves that we're not worthy and that's not true. So what actions do we need to take to have self-worth? And then we start to get confidence from there. And like you said, sometimes there are those fears and how can we have the words? How can we bring up conversations that are going to be tough? And depending on the person, sometimes those conversations are going to go better than you think. Sometimes people are going to be more accepting than what you think because they do value. Some people, it won't. But it's having that confidence in what you need, having that value in yourself to be able to take that step. And sometimes we need the support to do that. We need someone to tell us the truth because a lot of times we can't see the truth. We're just living out these loops and these habits in our brain and we need someone to support us to tell us what we can't see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so tell us, what are some reflection questions that people can start to ask themselves to develop more self-love and self-worth and how to prioritize themselves? Yeah. The biggest question that you can do that I start off with my clients is why am I doing this? Why am I, why am I here right now on this podcast? Is it to make money? Is it to get more clients? No, I'm here because I'm doing this for me. Like this is my passion. This is what I live and die for. I'm not doing it because I need to, or I have to even when I show up on calls with my clients. So it's like when you work, like, are you working for money or are you doing it because it's something that is your passion, your love? If it's not your passion, if it's not something that your heart is actually calling for, it's going to feel 10 times harder, you know, doing anything that you don't want to do, whether it be working out or showing up to a job you don't like, it's going to take 10 times more energy. And you wonder why you eat at night or why you're so stressed. It's because you're there, you're not following your heart. You're not really listening. So I'd really encourage everyone to ask the question of why am I doing this? Why am I going to this? Why do I go to this job? Why am I cooking dinner? Why am I cleaning the house? Why am I working out? Is it to lose weight? Or is it because this is, I want to feel my best? Because if you're in it to lose weight, that's going to be, that's the reason why you're spinning. It's not the fed it's wrong to lose weight. There's usually like a desperation of I need to lose weight so I can like feel accepted by by society or my husband or or something, you know? And so it's going to require so much force to go work out. You're going to have to force yourself to work out. You're going to have to force yourself to eat a certain way. And then that just leads into you binging because you're trying to force yourself to eat a certain way. So you binge and you're burnt out and then you're like, "Oh, I can't trust myself around food and I go back to meal plans." Right. And so you wonder why you can't trust yourself. So it's like, literally, if you're not following your heart, you are creating so much resistance, so much, so much tension, so much stress that it it just makes it nearly impossible for you to lose weight. Why am I working out? Why am I eating this food? Again, like it's learning how to listen to your feelings and really honor yourself and trust yourself. Your body's actually incredibly intelligent, but it, it requires us. To, to slow down enough so that we can process why we're doing things, you know? And, and if it's because if you're in that, that loop of trying to earn your worth or feel accepted or feel loved, feel needed, feel important, feel liked, you will constantly chase. You will be in that chase forever. And this is what will burn you out. This is what will exhaust you, you know? And then you get sick and wonder why you can't lose weight. So the only question I would say is why am I doing this? And you bring that to everything that you do. And if it's not, I'm doing this because I love myself, 
then that's what needs to change. That is, that's it. Not, yeah. It should not be a, any other answer. I love that. And I think especially when it comes to weight loss is that so many people are stuck on weight loss, losing pounds or a certain size. But if we don't dig back to that deeper why, and which is what most people are at the point of when they come to work with me, is it's something about getting healthier. It's wanting to move better. It's wanting to go up a flight of stairs, go on a hike and not be the last one behind or like sit in an airplane seat and feel comfortable. When we can start to get to some deeper whys that have more feeling and more importance than just a number on the scale, that is where people start to really make some changes in their health journey. But that's not what our culture talks about. It's always a diet. It's a number on the scale. And those things just don't matter. So, and that's why I feel like those people, they keep spinning in those circles because that's what they're stuck on. So we really have to step outside of that to make some changes. And it's hard though, because it's like one day you could be like super aligned, right? So it's not like, oh, I just make up the decision. It's just that way all the time. You know, like you can, like maybe one day you're like, yeah, I want to hike up the stairs. I want to go climb this mountain. And then the next day you're like, oh, I got to work out, right? Because otherwise I'm going to get fat. So if you drive from fear, it's going to require that force. And again, it's like, if you're having to force your workouts, that's going to require so much more energy. You're just going to eat that food back later on. And you're going to create a lot of stress there. You know, and then it, it all it's beyond the gym. It's like, why do I make myself so busy? Why do I cram so many things in my day? Why don't I feel deserving, you know, of love? Why am I doing this? Why am I doing all these things instead of doing things for me? Yeah, absolutely. And the way you just said it, that connects that really deeper motivation and why that it has to go through that self-love and self-worth to be complete. So I love that. Did you have anything else you wanted to add? you have to learn how to like actually train self-love, right? So it, it comes down to those three things, like slowing down enough, like taking time for yourself, listening to your feelings, saying yes when you mean yes and no when you mean no. Like that, that is how you build self-love. That's how you build self-trust with yourself too, to get off your, your plans, your diet plans that are keeping you stuck. I love that. And tell us where can people connect with you? Yeah. So the best place people can connect with me is on Instagram. Everything's linked there, you know, to my website and all the programs and that I offer. Yeah. The links will be in the description. So make sure you guys check Natalie out and get connected with her. And really just, you want to surround yourself with people that are going to support you and encourage you along your health journey. Cause health is a journey. And a lot of us don't really have enough people around us who are supportive of ourself and our health and our self-love. So make sure that you are building your community of people that can help support you. I hope that you guys enjoyed this episode today and took something away. I encourage you to check out my Facebook group, Healthy Beyond 40. There's going to be a link down below. And this is just a really great supportive community. A lot of us are not surrounded enough by like-minded, healthy people. So this is your place. You can post in the group. You can ask questions. You can hold yourself accountable. So check out the link down below and head to the Healthy Beyond 40 Facebook group.